0: I was young no other girl held your favor the way I did I half expected you to alight on the church and forbid my vows on my wedding day I wore a pink satin sash but you didn't come, grandma yes I, I was an old lady when I read saw her. That was when you decided not to go back to Neverland. Where? To Never, Neverland. Maura! Uh... Grant, I'm gonna go get Maura. You know, I've tried to tell you so many times... Give the cup of tea, it's ready. I knew you would have forgotten. Listen, I'm, I'm not ready to now deal I with I this must right now. Peter? What? The stories are true. I swear to you. I swear on everything I adore. And now he's come back to seek his revenge. The fight isn't over for Captain James Hook. He he wants you back. He knows you'll follow Maggie and Jack to the ends of the earth and beyond. And by heaven, you must find a way. Only you can save your children. Somehow, you must go back. You must make yourself remember. Don't you know who you are?
1: Welcome back to the show, everybody. Welcome back. It's our Christmas episode. Yes, Happy is. holidays. This episode is coming out Christmas Eve.
2: Happy holidays, listeners. Mm-hmm. listeners. Yes, indeed. Um, well, everybody, this movie was a lot of yes. fun to rewatch. Yeah, I love this movie. <laughs> we'll get into it. This is going to be a fun conversation. Mm-hmm. Everybody listening out there, my name is
1: Pete. And I'm Scott. And, and these, these are, are the movies, movies that made us gay. Yes, Joshua, Joshua Clement, welcome back to the show. Joshua, welcome back. Another movie from 1991 that just turned 30. Wow. Hello. We watched hello, hello. Hook, directed by Steven Spielberg, our first Steven Spielberg movie that we've done on the podcast. And I like it, and I like that it's this movie. (laughs) Yeah, I can't Mm -hmm. believe
2: that this is the first uh, Spielberg movie that that we've done. That's kind of crazy. I have a few in mind that
1: we can do as episodes, but I like that we began at Hook. Yes. Hook released December 11th, 1991. Wow. And Josh, again, welcome back. How many episodes
3: is this for you? Oh, a couple Oscars and a, and a
2: few regular movies. I think mm-hmm. the fourth regular, <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> couple Oscar episodes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Somehow
3: well, we're always skirting around similar territory, whether it's mm-hmm. you know Carrie Fisher
1: tangent, yes, Gwyneth, Gwyneth you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Gwyneth
2: adjacent. Yes,
1: <laughs> uh, this is like numerous London movies for you. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, also and, that. Yeah, also I mean that. and you got us for like a good holiday movie. It's it's well, our Christmas theme episode.
2: Any of y'all listening out there are thinking this. Is not a Christmas movie. Think oh, it totally again. is. Again, there are two Christmas trees in like the first two minutes of this movie. So,
3: yes, the, the dressing of London and just the build up to this moment with Granny Wendy.
2: Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, this is in fact a Christmas banger, just like all the
1: rest. Yeah. So. I, th- I mean, I think that we discussed doing it this past summer, but mm-hmm. we decided to save it for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I
2: mean, if you may be thinking, does this movie fit our theme? Yeah. Yes. So yes, it's funny it is that
1: you had been lobbying Josh about doing this movie for a while. And I feel like <laughs> I was always just like, I don't know. It's like, does it really fit the theme? And then one night late, I put on our 4K disc just to kind of, I'm going to watch this with like a fresh mind of like, mm-hmm. can we do this for our show? And then I'm just like, Yes. Yeah. It's yes, a- we can. There's a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you
3: start touching like those fantasy elements, or yeah, I mean, yeah. some of the costumes as we <laughs> will touch on, I feel yeah. like there's
1: numerous drag performances in this movie. Yes. I mean, most notably the title character Hook, played by Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> feels very she drag. Is turning it she out, house down boots. She is turning <laughs> it out. And also, like Rufio is giving me like drag king.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very much, very much so. Mm-hmm. Drag King, yeah. and it had House just, Down Boots. And it just
1: has a lot of those elements <laughs> that uh, I loved as a kid. I mean, I'm still obsessed with mermaids, and this is yeah. one of my favorite mermaids in film, like, ever. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe 10 seconds. But they're very beautiful. But they're very beautiful. There's three of them, yep. and they
2: have day-glow hair. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, prototype,
1: like, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Like, like young Scott was obsessed with those scenes. Mm-hmm.
3: I think as an adult gay man too, you start to notice even more of the details. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know the embellishments and the just the little things, you yeah. know on rewatching.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Julia Roberts.
1: Yeah. Is a fairy. We'll get into we'll get into everything <laughs> Julia Roberts in this movie. There and there's a lot to there's mine. There's a lot. There's a lot to mine about. there yep. uh
3: in Julia's performance. Poor Julia. Yeah. And this may have been one of my early exposures to her. I mean sure. this whole movie. I mean I don't know if you wanna
1: Yeah, I mean probably the same. It's not like I was watching something like Pretty Woman or right. Well you Mystic should have been watching Steelman when I was like <laughs> because five I was. years old. I
2: was Mm -hmm. very well versed in Miss Julia Roberts. I was at this point already. She was a huge star in '91, coming off of Pretty Um, Woman. I had watched Steel Magnolias time and time again. We had it on VHS, so I was was an expert. I I was an expert on her. I knew the whole. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before. i probably have, but we did have a subscription to the National Enquirer.
1: Mm. My yeah, grandmother. Your mom had, was. Your mom... grandmother had a subscription. Oh, oh no, yeah, the, it's your grandmother. To the National because your Enquirer. grandmother liked the crosswords. She did like the crosswords. Those were like the which, best parts yes, of it,
2: and she did also like the gossip section. And we did get uh the National Enquirer, People Magazine. And the TV guide.
1: All the great all
2: delivered to our home. The paper. That's where we Mm -hmm. got that's where I got my news. All delivered to our home. And so I was following along with, you know, all the Julia
1: relationship drama.
2: Chopped her hair
1: off Mm. and made
2: her first debut with the Tinkerbell hair, and it was platinum blonde. We saw
1: it first in the tabloids. And it was when she was nominated for Pretty Woman. She was with
2: Kiefer at the Mm -hmm, time, Kiefer Sutherland. And, you know, being a follower at, you know, 11 years old of uh, Entertainment Tonight and all of those shows, I knew, uh, you know, and also the People magazine and all that, I knew that she was cast as Tinkerbell, and we saw her on the red carpet with this short haircut platinum blonde it's for a role and you're like well she's Tinkerbell mm. perfect but then the movie comes out and it's this wig. like red wig, wig <laughs> yep that i'm just uh, to this I day, mean probably helped that she had her hair day. short
1: that she could get like, easily into the wig. But
2: it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why she cut it. Because she had so much hair. Voluminous.
3: I love this idea of you and your grandmother following the news so closely of
1: production.
2: Oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> yes. It was a whole thing. Well, I mean, this movie had <laughs> been talked about since the early 80s. That sure. Spielberg was going to be doing a live-action Peter Pan movie. And from what I understand when reading about it today, it was set to be a traditional Peter Pan Adaptation of Peter yeah. and Wendy. Yeah. And then he had to leave pre-production because I think that his son Max was born. So he decided to become a father, which is funny because he ended up making like Empire of the Sun <laughs> in like 87 and then The Last Crusade in 89. So he made mm-hmm. pretty big movies right. when he was a dad. And then he circled back to the material when there was a rewrite of this that is kind of hook. Yeah. That it looks at Peter Pan as an adult and he's forgot his past. And right. then he's just like, I want back in on this. Um, let let Nick Castle go. I'm directing this movie. Yeah. And ready Nick to em- Castle has a story credit.
3: Yeah, ready to embrace these themes, yeah. you know, once his son was a couple of years older.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: I mean that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, Steven Spielberg has this, you know, kind of quality about him of, mm-hmm. you know, these these movies that those he's made. Those Spielbergian touches.
1: Yeah. um This, right off the bat, I'm just going to say it. This movie's a lot. Oh, it's a lot. <laughs> this
2: movie is a lot.
1: And it's one of those movies that I'm always curious to ask adults in this movie, or like adults about this movie of, did you grow up on Hook? Yeah. Because usually they did not, they just missed it, or they're around Josh and I's age and fucking love this movie as kids yeah yeah like you can really tell the ballpark of an age mm-hmm. of how they respond mm-hmm. to this movie
3: yeah and i think like p was saying awareness of the movie and the reception is its own thing because i know for me this was a very early movie going experience oh yeah, yeah yeah i was probably about seven i remember seeing it in the theater with my dad um i remember the kind of scary trailer yeah. that happened months before and um you know i remember it vividly and you know you're so young the the early nursery scenes are you know scary yeah, with the hook yeah. along the wall and everything um but i don't think it's until later maybe even college where you start talking to people about it you find out it was so poorly you know critically received, received yeah. and you go oh I kind of like yeah, that. Yeah, but movie. I loved and it. You, and you read
1: just kind of stuff online of Spielberg being very vocal of how disappointed he is with the outcome of the movie too.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, distancing himself mm-hmm. from elements of it.
2: Yeah. Um like I said it it's heavy. It is at times it can be for lack of a better term schmaltzy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at the, you know, at the end of the day it's my catchphrase. I've learned from listening to this podcast. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it's it's a fun movie. It's a family movie, and it's one of those like I feel like generation generationally, there are these movies that we look back on. These mm-hmm. fantasy movies yeah. that, like you said, sometimes they scare the hell out of us, but they like really informed like our movie going experience. And it's like a movie, yeah. You know? It's Spielberg. Um, it's Peter Pan. So it's also this uh, this property that everybody's aware. of. Of so everybody has an in, it's mm-hmm. not like, well, what is that? I don't know what that is. I don't like dinosaurs, or like, I don't know, especially like, kind of Peter Pan,
1: especially yeah. like the early uh days of Hollywood branding stuff with mm-hmm. IPs, yeah, too. Yeah, I will say that
2: being a little bit older at the time, I was probably 11 or 12 when it came out. Um, I feel like I was just a little bit like, well, it just should have been just Peter Pan. Sure, like I, I kind of would have yeah. appreciated if it was just Peter Pan, um, but I get it. You know how many times? And now I'm at this point where it's like, how many times are they going to make? Oh, and there's another the one Pan coming movie. out. Exactly, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. You know? Peter and <laughs> Wendy, yeah, it's done. It's already in the can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jude Law. But, as Captain um, Hook. I mean, are, are we gonna are we gonna talk about the PJ Hogan uh, Peter Pan later on? Mm-hmm. Maybe whatever happened to Jeremy Sumter? But yeah, to me being a little bit older and having an awareness of like movie making and, you know, living in LA and having the, you know, my mother and grandmother that were so obsessed with like movie culture and all that. And like celebs. I just remember always being fascinated when movies would be announced and casting. Yeah. That, and, um, you know, loving Robin Williams, of course. But, uh, Julia Roberts was one thing where my sister and I were like, I guess, okay. I I think that could work. um, I remember to this day, I remember that we read that Lisa Bonet was cast as Tiger Lily. Oh, interesting.
1: Sure. I yeah. mean, maybe a different version of the yeah. script that was floating around very with early, the Indian yeah, characters. Very, very sure. I could see that. On.
2: But I don't know if that was a rumor, if maybe we heard it on like, Rick D's in Well, the morning, and you know, or, another casting
1: rumor that was circling this project for years, as soon as he heard it was announced that Mm -hmm. Spielberg was doing a Peter Pan movie, Uh was one Mr. Michael Jackson. Right. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Kind of knocking down the door. And it's one of those things that Spielberg probably had no intention of ever casting Michael Jackson from the very beginning. (laughs) But I'm sure MJ just had it in his head that
3: I'm going to get this role. Yeah. And one of those things he probably wasn't afraid to put in the press to generate, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, okay. here's me and my name, you know, and I wanna be the I wanna be Peter Pan. And yeah. I don't want to grow. I
1: yeah, mean absolutely. this movie is already operating at like ten, but just throw Michael Jackson that would have killed movie. us. It would yeah. have it would have been fucking yeah. nuts. Yeah.
2: I mean, let me just play devil's advocate <laughs> and say that Michael and Janet are very natural actors.
1: <laughs> they're they're good. they're good in things that they're in. He's really good in the Wiz. He's really
2: good yep. in the Wiz. He's really good in Captain EO. He's a natural actor. Yeah. Uh, you know, but he is so much his persona that there mm-hmm. would have been no way to separate the two, you know. How was, do you have this normal family? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He couldn't have been Peter Banning. He couldn't have thing. been like a lawyer. He couldn't have been Peter Banning. And I get that he would could have been. He was probably saying like, I could be the grown up Peter. But it's like no. <laughs> yeah. um So so that would work.
3: But and someone you know so instantly iconic at that time. You know, it's funny you talk about you were so familiar with Rob Williams already, Pete. Mm-hmm. Because I think for a lot of people. Um, Scott and I's age, you know, this leads directly into the success of Aladdin and Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah,
1: yeah. He had and a big
2: 90s. Those
3: Jumanji. Early 90s yeah. movies, yeah. yeah. He had a big mm-hmm. early where, 90s. Where we, as kids, were probably not so familiar with all these serious roles before yeah. this. Or even
1: something like Mork and Mindy. Well, no, I knew him from Mork and Mindy. Too, right. so okay. I feel yeah. like I was <laughs> sort of familiar with Mork and Mindy <laughs> yeah. from yeah. just Nick at Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I knew Mork mm-hmm. and Mindy. I had, I had seen... Good Morning Vietnam in the movie theaters. <laughs> I was like, dad. Dead Poets Society? Like, <laughs> I didn't see Dead Poets Society in the theater. I did see that later on. Probably, I was probably in high school by the time I watched mm-hmm. it, but it had been been around. Uh, but yeah, it was just a familiarity with him, and it, especially Mark and Mindy. I grew, I grew up on that for sure, the reruns. But yeah, so I, I had a familiarity with him from that. Um, I think all of us kind of... Remember where we were when we found out that Maggie Smith was not ninety? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when she made this move, Maggie Smith yeah. has just perpetually <laughs> been a ninety-year-old
1: woman in my head. To say late fifties, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. late fifty. 50- Jennifer Lopez age, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> When, when she made this movie. Like, yeah, like Jennifer Lopez's age when she made Hustlers. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. how old Maggie Smith was when she made Hook. I don't
2: think she was early 50s. I think she was late 50s. But still, you know, you get the idea. <laughs> but yeah, it's the makeup job and especially to children mm-hmm. and especially kids. We were not, you know, we're not watching the prime of Miss Jean Brody. <laughs> yes, you know? yeah. So we, we didn't really have a reference for her. So even I was just like, I just assumed she was this, mm-hmm. you know, this grandmotherly woman. In this movie. And Sister Act comes out the next year and she's in a habit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't even see her hair. Right. You know, so you really can't tell in Sister Act that she's, much, you know, considerably younger. Yeah.
3: You really do place distance between the mm-hmm. two characters. And, yes. And, yeah. and actors.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Dustin Hoffman, I think, was the the really big get for this movie.
1: And Dustin Hoffman, from everything I've read, was on board from the very beginning. As soon as Spielberg had attached his name to the movie, they approached Dustin, Dustin Hoffman to be in it, and he yeah. was immediately game. Yeah. And they well, yeah. didn't lose him all throughout when it changed screenwriters and directors. Dustin was still signed on to the movie. Yeah. Changed studios. And I mean, you know, don't, don't you hear a lot of stories about not like
2: method but i mean dustin kind of really emerged immersing mm-hmm. himself in this yeah. role in this character you know
1: um i remember i think that it was one of my parents that mentioned that that's dustin hoffman from rain man when i was a oh, kid. Sure, and just yeah. being and like, like what what that's the same <laughs> actor yeah 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 my mom would have been like kramer versus kramer
3: with meryl <laughs> Streep. Like, huh
2: it's titsy yeah, yeah <laughs> That's Titsy. I mean, you want to talk about a drag performance. Mm-hmm. that that is This is like higher drag than he was even doing in Titsy. I was going to say, he and Robin share that in common. <laughs> the, right? Yeah. 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 They both had like non-passing drag performances. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But I mean, his uh, portrayal of Captain Hook, iconic. Yeah, That's it's great. great. It's great. And
1: I'm somebody, too, that I... I think Dustin Hoffman's fine. It's like <laughs> I like the graduate. Yeah. Do I think he's a little miscast in the graduate? Uh-huh. Probably. Yeah. Um I know that Dustin Hoffman now is a little problematic mm-hmm. yeah. looking back on him, yeah. but I think he's really selling this role. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It, and mm-hmm.
3: strangely sticking close to what the hooks tend to do on stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, you know, almost queer, you know, yeah. over the top, but you know, can channel it down just enough in this for film, yeah. yeah. Um, but sticking close to what other hooks tend to, yeah, you know, go yeah, off. Of. Yeah, especially,
1: especially the Disney movie. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. This
2: is somewhat of a effeminate a, a performance, but I mean, Hook is Hook played is off as a, a, a dandy. Hook is kind of an you effeminate know, character. He's to begin a, with. Kind of played off as a dandy, he's yep. got the wigs and the you know the pirate He just like and is and trying that. to
1: catch this this like twink that's flying around the <laughs> island. Yep also that <laughs> obsessive about his appearance mm-hmm. uh, you know I,
3: I just i don't know if he's insecure that he lost his hand he's
1: gotta you know Very beef, beef it up in other ways yeah. bit of a drama queen like trying to like like has the gun to his head and threatens he's gonna pull the trigger
2: the suicide yeah. the attempted suicide scene in this movie as a child <laughs> I thought that was like the epitome of high comedy oh that's comedy. I was like this that's, that's comedy gold the right there. smartest comedy like Mm -hmm. it was because it wasn't played so big he was Mm -hmm. just like he just did the bugs bunny like talk me out of it like it was perfect Mm -hmm. the way he delivered it and to me as a kid who just like was so in love with comedy it was just like man dustin hoffman really fucking destroyed (laughs) that Mm -hmm. attempted suicide scene i loved it don't try to stop me, me i'm not okay this
1: is it Don't try to stop me this time, Smee. Don't try to stop me this time, Smee. Don't you dare try to stop me this time, Smee. Try to stop me. Smee, you better get up off your ass. Get over here, Smee.
3: I'm coming. I'm coming. Uh, This is not a joke. I'm committing suicide. Him in Uh, his barber shop in the Million Mirrors. Yes. Yes.
2: Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. And I absolutely loved him working against... Bob
1: Hoskins. Oh, Bob Hoskins! All those scenes are so good. Second Bob Hoskins movie of 2021. Bob, we did Mermaids. We did Mermaids. Ah, yes. And there's something about Hoskins. me and my kind of... When I get older and I revisit these Bob Hoskins movies mm-hmm. and I just kind of think... Bob's kind of cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just kind of has this like cute bear thing going on. Yeah. <laughs> he
2: definitely has something going on in mermaids. You're like, <laughs> I can definitely like, see. Mrs. I totally Blacks. get it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. So in this movie he has he has like his his pirate thing going on. Mm-hmm. He's got like his skull. Um... The skull
2: scarf that ha- was having like a moment in, like 2010. Do you remember mm-hmm. that like Nicole Richie would wear like these like skull scarves? Oh, that's right. I'm gonna find some pictures. I'm gonna do it side by side. You, I mean, guys, all wait. of the
1: pirates look like you could find them <laughs> Sunday night at like a beer bust at the Eagle. <laughs> it's like they're oh, dirty but not too dirty.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we we we're talking about how this movie's like this is a fucking
1: move. Yeah, the. Giant sets, we have, giant studio I mean, sets. We have
2: to talk about the set design in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, but well, I want to talk about Neverla- Neverland uh, in a second. But before we do, I want to talk a little bit about the real world and Peter Banning and his family. Mm, yeah. And that set up before we get to Never- Neverland. Um, the whole idea of this movie is that Peter Pan has grown up. He's left Neverland and he's married yeah. to... The real Wendy's granddaughter.
1: Played by Caroline Goodall, who was kind of doing double duty with Spielberg in the early 90s. Uh, She was also in Schindler's List. Which was... Five years later? Just a few years later. In 93. Oh, 93. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. Okay. geez Louise. Yeah. Yeah,
2: she pops up every... And now and then still, she's great. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, The early scenes in the real world... (laughs) The walk and talk lawyer. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The walk and talk lawyer. When you watch it, it feels – and again, at this age, I am obsessed with movies. I'm watching a lot of TV. And I am this weird 11-year-old kid who would watch shows like Sisters and Picket Fences. I was going to say, were you watching 30-something? And (laughs) 30-something on like Friday and Saturday night. I mean, I'm 11. What am I doing? I'm not going out with friends. You know, I'm home. right? Like
1: adult dramas. And I'm
2: watching adult... Adult single-camera dramas. Dramedies. Single-camera dramedies, which were having a big moment in the early 90s. And these early scenes feel like they're right out of those shows. Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Not the least of which because of (laughs) the crazy score. John Williams' score in tone. The piano-tinkling 90s. It just
2: is a complete 180 from the rest of the big John Williams score that this movie's known for. I mean, for. I guess it's
1: kind of clever of yeah. that he's giving... I didn't think of that until you that said it, That he's giving the, the real-world yeah. scenes something totally opposite yeah. of when you get the I adrenaline. never
2: thought of that. I just thought it was lazy. I was like, why are they pulling this 30-something, like... Get a little synth in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It,
3: it does feel like a little bit like the male equivalent of, like, Baby Boom walk mm-hmm. and talk in the office and, mm-hmm. and how... Peter is so important that the entire staff is following yes. him as he goes on this vacation. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very Nancy Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The, and the little, like even leaving the office, the inside, you know, joke, you know, don't let your arms get tied. They all, tired. They all Peter, know that
2: he's afraid Peter's to fly. Peter's afraid to fly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's the big, the big joke is that Peter Pan is afraid to fly. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: if the pilot's time to go seems like it would be a Robin, a Robin Williams. Adled. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's like
2: he is – his job is – Does he do what – He keeps saying (laughs) he he do nebulous. Does he do what
1: Richard Gere does in Pretty Woman? Because that is like the ultimate corporate sellout job is that you divvy up companies – yeah. Their deals. He
2: keeps well, the, referring to himself as a lawyer throughout the movie. Right. Is Several
1: times he says, I'm a lawyer. Corporate law, mm-hmm. yes. Is he uh, like, does he work for a big Fortune 500 company well, the just son, as a lawyer? The on son staff?
2: explains it as he, you know, he finds struggling companies, he buys the companies, and then breaks them up. Yeah. That's a thing. I don't I know mean, what it's called. I mean that's what um that's what Richard, Gere, that's does what Richard in Gere, Gere does in Pretty Woman yeah. exactly. So yeah, along those lines. It's there's a lot of lawyer jokes in this movie.
1: <laughs> i love a good lawyer joke.
2: <laughs> love a good lawyer. But you know what? I feel like people like Steven Spielberg and just like rich Hollywood types are just sure. like you know what's hilarious lawyer jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz they deal with lawyers. Yeah. We don't. You
3: know what would be great? What if he and Brad from The Office have this kind of showdown with the cell phone? Uh, the
1: showdown with the cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> they, they improv that on the spot. you know what we should do? We'll open it up real fast. Yeah.
2: Well, and you know, at the time, kids listening, at the time... It was a big deal for people to have cell phones. You're like, okay, your job, you are either mega rich or...
1: And it's a big character note with Peter being attached to that cell phone in the first 20 minutes of the movie that he's so preoccupied with his job and everything that's not his family. And that kind of cell phone is a big character note on that.
3: This isn't the Wall Street cell phone. No.
1: (laughs) No. Probably like a character note that really wouldn't work now. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, maybe, but it's a little, it doesn't have to be a corporate lawyer. And it, it could be anybody, you know, yeah. anybody could have this kind of like, you're tied to your phone kind of. Now it's you like, know, you experience. just stopped texting. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um. So much so that he takes a call during this play mm. of Peter Pan, mm-hmm. which so in the universe of this movie, <laughs> Peter, Peter Pan, as a, property, Pan exists. As a yep. property exists. So this is this very meta kind mm-hmm. of idea, right? Even though he's
3: checked out, has no connection to this material, <laughs> not at all. He's forgotten. He's forgotten it all.
2: Um, I have some questions about this play. Are yeah. they going to be feeding? <laughs> are
1: they going to be feeding Maggie all of these lines for the full ninety minutes?
2: Okay. <laughs> My biggest question is how old is Maggie? Because at times she comes across four. But another time she comes across like first grade, second I think grade. That, I think that
1: Maggie is a first grader and maybe Jack is the fourth grade.
2: Jack looks about 10.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But my thing
2: is mm-hmm. they're giving the part of Wendy. The lead. The lead Most lines in this play. To a first grader. To a six-year-old.
3: Right. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it a certain age group? Because then the like the Lost Boys that
2: come out in like contemporary 90s wear yeah.
3: are, are are young too. Yeah, so. yeah.
2: There were some Lost children that that were toddlers. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up toddlers. Yeah. yeah. The Peter Pan girl looked a little bit old. She looked probably about 10. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie has given me, like, four. Four to six. Um, yeah, and then there's some toddler last Boys. So I don't understand what's going on with the age range of children in this play. But the songs sound like they are pre-recorded profesh. This is like yes. a choir of children. And
1: you were mentioning that um, I Don't Want to Grow Up is a song that was left over from john williams was going to write a a stage yes, musical josh tell us about, about the this right
2: abandoned musical yes so angle.
3: so john williams um with leslie brickus who has done uh, a lot of broadway but a lot of film too You'd, you would know willy wonka all those songs wow. um
1: prolific movie songwriter yeah, pro- so Prolithic from movie the songwriter. original willy wonka yes wow okay
3: um, So uh, this was originally going to be a musical. Now, there, I guess there are different takes on when in the process it was scrapped,
1: whether it was a few weeks before or longer. I kind of took it that there was the initial Steven Spielberg, Peter Pan Mm. movie. He left it. They developed it as a stage musical Mm. or something like that. And then uh, Spielberg went back on board – Williams really tried to sell him the movie musical and right. Spielberg chickened out. Right, because there were like yeah, 12 planned songs. 7 songs that actually were done, done.
3: Two of which we hear mm-hmm. in this at the beginning and When You're Alone, which was not made for the Oscar. But then at a certain point, Spielberg, who now says that's kind of the regret. Yeah, he regrets it now. That he didn't just go for the musical then as opposed to now in 2021. I was going to say, Spielberg directing a musical? (laughs) What? Get out of here. (laughs) Um, So that idea was scrapped, but we still have remnants of... Uh, two, three songs if you include the little army march in there. But oh, sure. And sure, sure. I
1: almost think that um, somewhere in my memory, the Oscar nominated song for Home Alone that's mm-hmm. built into the score was it a leftover song from this musical that they just repurposed? I don't know. <laughs> they would probably never admit that because it wouldn't qualify it for the Oscar. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because when she, when Maggie singing
2: when you're alone, they kind of play it off like, oh, it's this lullaby that her mom sang to her or whatever. But it's a full song mm-hmm. with like a verse, a chorus, yeah. a bridge.
1: It's a song And built into numerous yeah. moments in the score of this movie. It is, yeah.
2: And I have to say, it doesn't really, st- it doesn't like stop the progress. It's it's mm-hmm. it's put in there really well. Yeah, it's, it works. And I I never as a kid was like, what's this song doing? It right. does not stand out. They did a good job of. of Sticking it in there,
3: and I think kind of having the pirates in this kind of lull, mm-hmm, this kind mm-hmm. of you know l- love for her, which you know Scott and I w- w- would learn that they cut a lot of the stuff of you know Maggie acting as a kind of Wendy mother figure. Ah. You know, it doesn't really stop the show because you you do believe the pirates would just yeah. hear the singing and come to it.
2: Yeah, the one pirate who just sighs when he's oh, the song ends mm-hmm. and just sighs. I <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. That she kind of had this, uh, yeah. you know relationship with the pirates
1: that's cute that would have been cute yeah. yeah but it's one of those things that when you're a movie, long movie <laughs> when your movie's running like two and a half hours long yeah, yeah, yeah. you i guess you just gotta cut maybe, maybe the, they, maggie's maybe, scenes maybe they mm-hmm. could
2: have shortened up peter's yeah. like montages and and uh i think if you trimmed
1: the, the first 10 minutes of this movie it would help with the pacing a ton Mm. If you just get to London earlier. A little faster.
2: Yeah, I guess. I think there's a lot going on with Peter and the Lost Boys. Yeah. There's a lot of montages well, They even cut, They Boys. even cut
1: character introductions for yeah. the Lost Boys that are in the deleted scenes. Yeah. So we should probably mention the actor that plays Jack, Jackie, uh, played by Charlie. Charlie Corsmo. Corsmo. Who you saw working a lot at this time. Yes. He would have just been coming off of. Dick Tracy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy. Yes. I think Charlie is really good. Yeah, he is great in this. He's He's, so good. He's really good at just naturalistic child acting Mm -hmm. of that. Sometimes you just see kids in movies around this time that you just want to punch them in the face because they're so (laughs) precocious. They're just kind of movie acting. They don't really act normal. Yeah. And I think Charlie just has this quality about him that just reads really well on film.
2: He does. It's very natural. Um, no shade. I feel like Maggie every now and then. The yeah. Delivery is giving mm-hmm. a little child actor. Yep.
1: With the raised
2: eyebrows mm-hmm. and just like, ah. Um But yeah, he's he's really good. Um, it, was What about Bob around this time? Same, same, time? Year. This same year. Same year. And, and
3: and I think what he does a great job of is you really truly believe that his dad is not there for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that comes yeah. across really, mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. Totally. I, I do remember with Charlie Cosmo like what a trip it was. Um, some eight years later, yeah. when he showed up in Can't Hardly yeah. Wait, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and then he disappeared off the radio, off the radar, and moved to Washington. It is like he became a lawyer, didn't he? Yep, yeah, yeah.
2: He became a pirate. He lived, He, li- says, <laughs> <Peter>. he <laughs> lived the Peter Ben. Li- <laughs> oh man, a
1: role that I was reading that Leonardo DiCaprio tested for. Yeah. Um, oh, my and then the kid from Jurassic Park. They brought him back in. Mm-hmm. When he the lost out, the Joe Our friend Joe Mazzello, Joe Mazzello L- from L- 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 J- L- Rhapsody. love L- 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 Joseph. Mazzello. They brought him back in for Timmy and Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I love, I love that.
3: You know, they apparently they loved him, and they just told him. You know, I don't know if Stephen took him aside or what the story yeah. was. I would love to hear it. But we're going to be
1: reading for another, child another, very, very soon, and we'll
3: bring you back in. Wink, wink, wink. We'll keep you in mind, and then Jurassic Park. Yeah.
2: I think he got a good deal. I mean, Jurassic yeah. Park. That's like, come on. It's it's iconic. It's Jurassic Park. He's so little in Jurassic Park, he would have been a baby in Hook. Yeah. it's probably better that he got that. One. I
3: wonder if they were playing with you know age flip,
2: possibly. Could well because I know that was a thing with with Jurassic Park too that those characters were age flips. So yeah, because
3: um, then she really would have been the Wendy, you know. Well, at least yeah. not 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 older than John, I guess, right? But
2: older than a Michael. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting.
1: I was curious if Elijah Wood would have read for any of the Lost Boys or mm-hmm. Charlie's. Role. I think he was a
2: big enough. Name in the child acting world that it would have had to have been Charlie yeah, okay. Corson's role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would have done Lost Boys because he was already kind of
1: working mm-hmm. at that time. I mean, Dick Tracy was a pretty big movie, though. No,
2: I know. But that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. If Elijah. Like, oh, sure. He yeah. was big enough that he was mm-hmm. not going to reach for a Lost Boy. Um, <clears throat> so when we get to London... We you know we immediately meet Maggie Smith. We, we meet her. Liza. We meet Liza. So it is Liza. canon. So uh, it is canon Liza.
1: that Liza did go to Neverland. So Liza, like the age jump with Liza, does make sense for the Wait, material. So this is the same. I think actual the Liza same from, Liza from because Peter in, and Wendy
2: in the books. Peter and Wendy. There is a Liza character. There is a Liza character, is, and I
1: think that she goes
2: to Neverland.
3: So she's just not revealing much of her past to yeah. us.
2: Because my thing is.
1: You think that they're just hiring Liza they're just nannies? Just only
2: hiring nannies named Liza for the past 150 years, or over. to long go
1: along with their like Nana number five, yeah. yeah, Nana number nine, number nine, yeah. This
3: actress, though,
1: I I got
2: to <laughs> shout out this theater
3: queen, she, Laurel Cronin. She
2: is giving everything. I
3: mm-hmm. mean, <laughs> and mo- I was reading about her today. Came from theater and only did, um, you know, sadly cast of cancer in oh, 92 but she only did four films wow all 91 92 wow. some you've done on the show a league of their own she's like what? the radio announcer you haven't done a league of their own yet oh you haven't yet, done it okay that would, that would We're be wonderful to... but she was in house sitter she's the um babysitter in beethoven <laughs> get the hell out of here
2: but liza
3: liza laurel cronin the, wow. and she's great i mean and she kills me on oh the my stairs god so
2: funny so when, funny on the stairs when they come home oh I my mean, god that line. delivery Her classic line. (laughs) Let's all say it together. (laughs) The The children children are screaming. (laughs) (laughs) She's so good. She got knocked down by the door, so she's been sitting Mm. there for. (laughs) She's been concussed. An hour, Mm. minutes? Who knows? She's been concussed. That's all. Just
3: frozen. Well, frozen in fear on the stairs.
2: I mean, a big, you know, guy dressed as a pirate and platforms and. And did Toodles
1: just get like knocked down? So
2: or, he Toodles is sleeping. Oh, so no. <laughs> are we
1: led to believe? Oh, Toodles. Well, okay, okay. We'll put a pin in Toodles later because I want to talk <laughs> okay. about that actor. Yeah. Um, so are we led to believe that the scary the scary window washer is Bob Hopkins or Dustin Hoffman? Well,
0: it's
3: tough because if you go by the end, Bob Hoskins, to me, is kind of a a different person
1: in London life. But but I think kind of scarier would be Captain Hook, Hook, though. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Leering. uh, Mm
2: -hmm. Because Maggie mentions a scary man in the window.
1: Yeah. Kind of
2: waiting for the moment.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't really know about the logistics of this kidnapping, of how exactly did they know they were going to be in London. But yeah, that's, maybe mm. we're just really not supposed to think about it. And we don't really... <laughs> we never really know how Hook no. can travel out of Neverland. How can he leave and he
2: keeps coming back? Yeah.
1: I mean, the pirate ship does fly yeah. in the animated movie, so maybe they sort but of... they cover it in pixie dust. Maybe I mean, maybe they just have some pixie dust of their own. I don't know. You cannot they've steal Tink's dust. They've been
2: hoarding it all these years. It took them long enough to, like... Get enough to get off. I don't know. That's why it took so long. Um, let's see. Oh, Phil Collins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have
1: to get the these major cameos going yeah. on.
2: Yeah. And this, I never really thought about how cameo heavy this movie is until, mm-hmm. like, you know, later on. It's like, it starts like, off Phil we, Collins.
1: It's just like, I, yeah.
3: Inspector <laughs> Phil Collins has to solve it. <laughs>
1: yes. And you mentioned that there's probably dialogue cut. Of Phil Collins, I think yeah. he, mentioned he mentioned it.
2: All right, that there was more. Yeah, which I, you would think that we, if we're going to bring him in. Mm-hmm. Although David Crosby's in one scene, Glenn Close <laughs> is in one. Scene, you know, all yeah. all the big cameos are just like you mean one and done. You mean Jimmy Buffett? No, I mean David Crosby. He's who's too, yeah. who David Crosby in this movie? The one that looks like David Crosby. <laughs> yeah, he gets the plank in between the legs, and and then he says that he goes, "Save me, Daddy." Yeah. Oh, sure, okay. <laughs> He, he, yeah, <laughs> Crosby a Nash. Yes, oh wow, father, uh, biological father of Melissa Etheridge's children. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, that's wild that he's like he's the sperm donor of Melissa <laughs> Etheridge's kids. I always forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's like
2: actually true. Look that up, children. Um, yeah, Phil Collins, and you were saying, like, where the hell is Phil Collins in the but. Was huge. Phil Collins was gigantic mm-hmm. in the late '80s, early '90s. Like it's Phil fucking Collins. Come on, my dad
3: was cranking that. <laughs> my goodness,
2: all of our dads were. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like this police. My detective. dad
1: was. My dad was a more of a Brian Adams. <laughs> okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fan himself. That's what I grew up, Phil up on.
2: Collins and Boz Skaggs. Um, Genesis, right? Genesis. Yeah. yeah. Genesis. He was a drummer and he sang. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yes. So oh, cool. Um, and everybody look up that one picture of Phil Collins with the zip hoodie with no shirt on underneath. It's great. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it's amazing. He looks like, you know, today. Um, so yeah, so he's the first of the, um, major cameos. We were talking a little bit about Wendy, Granny Wendy, Mm -hmm. and this like spell that Peter has over her. Adult Peter. She's just like... I
1: think it's, I mean, it's a clip that we played... (laughs) At the beginning of the show, it's yeah. one of my favorite. It, it's some of my favorite line readings of the movie because mm-hmm. it kind of hints. Oh, did they date in the past? And it's. It, I mean, Peter and Wendy do he kept have going back for her. Do have sort of this like romantic connection? But like, were these two like? It, were it's these like two, the yeah, like fucking in the past. <laughs> I don't know. The bond was
3: so strong. She's she didn't get over
1: something. Yeah, you know, that's something that's really explored in the PJ Hogan movie. Yes, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. is their romantic relationship? Yeah, yeah definitely. Have you King. seen the Have you seen oh, the PJ Hogan movie? King, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeremy, Twink come back to King. us, Jeremy Sumter. Come on the show. Oh my <laughs>
2: goodness! Yeah, there have been many a tumblers <laughs> is dedicated it sort of, to that is it boy. So, does he have sort of like
1: an Alex Petefor situation that he was just kind of an asshole? I don't know. I think and he that's just, why he didn't get work. Uh,
2: maybe he just wasn't any good. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, It's true. I don't think he had any sort of scandal or anything. I think he just kind of
1: a little. Team... Didn't work. A little two-team look. Not, <laughs> yeah. Not
3: quite team talent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard about that. That's, is that the, that's a Jason Isaacs. That's, that's Jason Isaacs, yeah. Jason Isaacs was a really good Captain Hook. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I did see it.
1: Yeah,
2: he was good at Captain Hook, and they did the thing, which they're not doing in the Disney live-action version no. of that's Mr. What? Darling mm-hmm. playing Captain Hook.
1: Well, and there's a deleted scene in this movie where you see Peter's father. And I think that they use Dustin.
0: Mm.
2: Really,
1: it's a flashback because when he's remembering when, he's when like he was a, a baby, baby and ran away from home and as a ran away two from home old. in his little um, in his little <laughs> stroller, there's a flashback of his dad holding him, and yeah. it's and it's cap and it's Captain Hook, which
3: would fall yeah, in line yeah. with stage versions, yes. but maybe on film be like what? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I think it works
2: though, and yeah. I think the thing is, I think in this day and age, even in that day and age of the 90s, yeah. you know that that's. That's the convention of, yeah, of the property. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, at any rate, Wendy is clearly dickmatized <laughs> by, <laughs> by Peter. And she shows, I love when she shows him the, the illustration and it's that like
1: wild hair. I guess that red edition that she has on mm-hmm. her bedside table is one of the original prints of Peter and Wendy. Like a first edition? It's like a first edition. Oh. Yeah. But what
3: we what we really want is the Maggie Smith portrait. <laughs> oh, above. my God. Oh, my
2: God.
1: Where I is, never noticed. I mean, that has to be in a prop house somewhere in England. When they first walk into this brownstone. You don't even get a good shot of
2: brownstone, it. No, you don't get a good shot of it. But as they kind of pan through the living room, you see this portrait above the mantle. Mm-hmm. And if you look closely, it's Maggie Smith like young maggie smith with red hair and just like oh my god but we want we need to find this Mm -hmm. this portrait somewhere um she has spent her life you know helping orphans (laughs) yes indeed contributing to the the great ormond street hospital so um (laughs) toodles still
1: lives with her yes toodles uh, halloween fans will recognize this actor yeah he is the old man that walks dr loomis to Judith Myers' headstone At to see cemetery. it missing. Yeah, Judith Myers.
2: Judith Myers. in the original Halloween. Yeah, yeah he's in the original Halloween. Halloween. Oh, that's him. Yes. he's in Mary Poppins. Mr. Oh,
1: Mr. that sounds. this is, um, yep, that... this is Arthur. Yes, uh, He was also a yeah, voice yeah. in the Secret of Them too. Mr. Yep. Ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't he like the
2: bird? Mister Ages is. Uh, he's a mouse. Okay, he's a mouse. Mm-hmm. I think he's the one that gives um, Mrs. Brisby the medicine to take back to sure. Okay. So just one
1: I mean, of these great character actors. He, yeah, he, like he passed away in 2013. So wow, he he lived a heck of a life. And he's just got like a yeah. really
2: good voice, char- good, very good character actor voice. Yeah, um, very expressive face, very charming and heartbreaking as Toodles mm-hmm. in this movie. Yeah. Um,
3: I, I love the the idea taken from the books of – that he brings up at the end, you know, and also seeing him living with Wendy, mm-hmm. um, the idea that Tootles was always the most humble of the group and he always missed out on the adventures. Yes,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And you kind of see that kind of – it's kind of a bummer because you see this lost boy that got to grow up, but there's something about his memory that's a little fractured. yeah because of the jump from neverland to the real yeah. world
2: i've lost my marbles mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah um i remember from the underrated
2: fox kids Peter and the Pirates. That had nothing to do with this movie, right? No. Okay. no, (laughs) And that was Tim Curry. It was just right around the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, Peter Pan and the Pirates with Tim Curry as Captain Hook. and uh, With a Disney style of animation? Disney style of animation, but it didn't look like the Disney characters, but it it looked like the animation style. Uh, Jason Marsden... Uh, as uh, Peter Pan. Of course. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the Tootles character. Mm-hmm. They That show, because it was an animated series and there was you know, about probably 70-some-odd episodes, mm-hmm. they were really able to explore the characters, and Tootles was one of the younger Lost Boys who's kind of chubby, and he kind of had that thing of just, like, not always being able to keep up with with the rest of them. So I kind of was like, alright, Tootles, alright, I know this character. It, he's like...
3: And very artsy we learn in this, right? Because yeah. she, she say, Tootles made it! Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. He's just... He may have lost some of his, you know, bearings, but he's still yes. got this creative mind. Exactly.
2: And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have to get to... Julia. Julia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very soon. So to meet Julia. I mean
1: Julia was coming off of the Oscar nomination for Pretty Woman. I mm-hmm. mean, she was one of the biggest actresses in the world. Yes. After the yes. success, the wild success of Pretty Woman at yeah. the time, which was one of the biggest romantic comedies like ever. Yeah. When it came out yeah. in nineteen ninety. Like it played for Almost a year in the theater, it made her a massive star. And this was her big follow up. And that kind of when you have heard all of the tabloid articles of her being really difficult on set.
2: Are you talking about Tinker Hell?
1: Tinker Hell. Yes. And then <laughs> we kind of talk about it, of that when you put yourself in the mindset of her coming off of that high and then having all of this relationship drama of well, this love triangle that I kind of have to cut her some slack that yeah. I'm just like, she was probably going through a lot. It's not just the relationship that she's going through
2: in her own personal life, but it was, not only was she one of the biggest stars in the world, but she was one of the biggest, like, tabloid targets. Yeah. 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 So they went in hard. And this harder. was, you know, obviously, you know, pre social media. But, you know, we did have the inquirer and the you know <laughs> Yeah, it's like what are you writing and, and saying about and women know. and
3: the yeah. fact that this, you know, role is, you know, mostly in isolation. Yeah,
1: that That's she doesn't she doesn't really have scene partners yeah. and actors kind of aren't really, weren't probably that used to doing yeah. scenes on a green screen stage. It's something
2: that as a kid watching this, you don't really think about. But as an adult watching this, I'm just going, every shot of Julia is an insert. Mm-hmm. And it's her
1: against... Laughing at nothing, laughing probably. Laughing at nothing.
2: Yep. A scrim behind her, really short, saying a line, not getting anything back. You can tell she's not you know doing readings with another actor you can tell she's
1: just like saying things she doesn't even um, have like her Andy Circus to be like her scene partner well
2: I mean you want to talk mm-hmm. about that it's like that kind of shit that drove Ian McKellen to tears yeah. you know being yeah. isolated and not having anybody to act against and so being such a young kid and you know yeah she'd been in movies and she'd been Oscar nominated and all that but it's like you're you know that sucks that's a hard role to take on
3: you're 23 with that yeah. spotlight you yeah. know this what I guess guess was going to be you know a giant wedding uh oh, to gosh. to you know your best friend and you know boyfriend Kiefer Sutherland at the time and yeah. and then you know I guess something happened with Jason. <laughs> Jason Patrick. Yeah. Jason Patrick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But um
1: ooh, that would be like uh that would be a true Sophie's choice for me <laughs> at the time, <laughs> having to choose between 1991, Keith or Sutherland, and, and Jason, Jason Patrick. Scott, I think you've watched too many uh, too much like, Lost Boys. I don't know. I feel like I'm probably choosing Jason Patrick. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I would have thought you would have gone with Kiefer. Um,
2: I forgot that whole Lost Boys. Yeah. yeah, the connection. Um, yeah, so I mean, she's going through it in all aspects. I think the tabloid target situation has got to be rough. Mm-hmm. Have to, you, know, come in, you know, living underneath all that scrutiny. And then you're playing this role, like we said, isolation, not with other actors, green screen. And then she's like on wires, and then she's got like wings, mm-hmm. and so it's physically demanding.
3: So- and she did have go, go to the hospital and needed a rest.
2: Yeah. yeah. And, you know, all this stuff comes out about her being difficult and, you know, all this like uh, kind of cliched ways of talking about women mm-hmm. who kind of speak up. And from what we know about Julia now as a as an adult woman, mm-hmm. you know, icon, she doesn't seem like the kind of person who even at 22 would have sat there quietly and just been like, oh, I'm fine. Right, Do you know what I mean. I feel like she always was this girl from Georgia, Texas. I think Georgia. Georgia. That would just be like, I'm, I'm done on these wires. I'm gonna come down now. Yeah, and I think, I, I think we got yeah, the take. I'm done. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like even at the time, she would have been like, "All right, I know you're Steven Spielberg, but it's like, come on." But
3: also, like, what he would later say in interview, you know, I just, maybe it wasn't the right time for us to work together. Mm -hmm. You know, you think of all the pressure he must have been under. Oh, sure,
1: yeah. I mean, one of the biggest budgets of his career at that time. Right. And he felt like he had to really meet these expectations at the studio with.
3: Things not working as planned. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know. You don't want you don't even though it turned into a masterpiece you know he didn't, he didn't want to sit there with jaws
2: flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. But it's just so unfair that like all these years later there's just all these
1: stories it about really is. the
2: crew hating her and like, all this stuff and it's like man that shit
1: sucks like I'm glad that they didn't let her go cuz the rumor was Meg Ryan or Michelle Pfeiffer were on standby. No, no, no. I could maybe no, see no, Meg no, Ryan no. in this role.
2: I I'm <laughs> just going to say it. Team Julia <laughs> No, I mean not only Team Julia but just even even at the time even in 1991. I mean it's Tinkerbell. You need like you need a youthful I Meg Ryan young at the time. Even even uh, Michelle. Mm-hmm. But they just always even at that time even in those early years they just read a little bit more mature. Than I wonder the years. if they won
1: after Winona
3: Ryder for Tinkerbell, that I'm that sure they perfect. did. I, I'm glad, you know, she came back and they finished it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I think looking back, it's, you know, it's everything you say. I think the only uh, sad thing for me is that Stephen and Juliet didn't get to work again no. down, mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully
1: they hopefully they can. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I hope so.
1: I think that her scenes with Robin Williams when they're talking about his past, are some of my favorite of the movie. I love them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I know it's just a
2: product of its time, but I think her hair is a little too teased out. It's a little mom. <laughs> yeah, I wish it was just kind of laying a little bit more. I know it's a short cut, but a short pixie cut. I mean, if, I'm thinking if you're Julie, Tyra,
1: you're going to be sending her back to the- I
2: want the, 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 the Mia Farrow you, Ju- uh, <laughs> Rose Mary's baby. I, I think of- winona when i think of a pixie cut yeah you know and how it just it lays you know and her hair is just teased and like poofy Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i was like especially when they when they put her in like the well that's a whole different wig the tinkerbell ball that's a whole different Mm -hmm.
2: wig when she's in the when she's in the prom dress right (laughs) um i mean i guess we could just talk about that scene now the tink glow up did they steal this from legend
1: I, I mean, know. yeah. It's, I mean, it's the fairy-like <laughs> yeah, that she can actually be. Oh, guess what? I can be full be, size. Be full size. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um.
2: Maybe they stole it from Legend. I don't know. But the yeah, the prom dress, the like Cinderella prom dress, mm-hmm. this like Jessica McClintock. <laughs> it's a little off the rack. It's cute though. Mm-hmm. I like that her hair is a little bit longer. So and Tink date.
1: just couldn't control herself. If it was her one wish, and yeah, you know,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's her happy thought.
1: I I think there's also something kind of sad on this revisit of the movie with Julia Roberts' performance that there is something about her, kind of like with Granny Wendy, that she's in love with Peter. Yeah. And she doesn't want him to go back. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, she wants Peter all to herself. And also, that just kind of works with the material and the character of Tinkerbell, that fairies are so small that they're... They only have room for like one emotion at a time. It's yeah. why mm-hmm. Tinkerbell is so jealous of Wendy. So, mm-hmm. and
3: and the kiss and him, you know, his memory coming back and you know, you know, you know, just go, you silly, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Good scenes, poignant. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, her uh, her actual Tinkerbell costume, not the not the prom dress, The buckskin. The I <laughs> get that it's a buckskin, and it it does read. As buckskins sometimes, mm-hmm. but it also sometimes reads a little party city.
3: Sure. I always forget she's got that dagger down there. I, and when she sticks, on her leg, she sticks it yeah. on his nose, but into his nose. Yeah, but, but she has it on her Yeah, on I always, I always mm-hmm. forget that. It's
2: a good, it's a good detail. Yeah. But I feel like sometimes her costume looks a little spirit of Halloween. <laughs> sure. Like adults, yeah.
1: premium adults, uh, pixie. I mean, they probably just didn't want to go with the green because they didn't want to do anything. Yeah, they too, can't. Yeah. That was too Disney. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But I would have liked her to have the little, like, Playboy bunny tail. Yeah. Does Tinkerbell, does Disney Tinkerbell have a little Playboy bunny tail? Yeah. She does, right? That's I mean, right. I think so. Yeah. I, I know that um,
1: <laughs> Holly and the girls next door went as Tinkerbell for one of the mansion parties. Mm. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, Holly did the Disney. Yeah. The Disney looks yeah. a lot. And um, the no shoes thing fits that Lost Boys world. Yes. Oh, we got to talk about the Lost Boys. I
2: kind of really like the idea of the Lost Boys just being in these kind of
1: like... It's like... What, whatever clothes they found. I was going to say, yeah, or whatever they whatever came... Whatever era. Or whatever whatever era or clothes that they came to Neverland in. Well, then explain Rufio. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No,
2: but yeah, you're right, you're right. Whatever they came in or just kind of clothes that they found that they picked up. It's just a little um it's a little punk, it's a little, you know, I don't know, it's a little blade runner-ish, mm-hmm. it's a little like all over the place. And I think it's cool. It's a cool idea. So
1: I want to get into all of the Lost Boys. I mean, yeah, this has uh-huh. been our Dante like double feature of the month. Dante we Basco. We just did. We love you, Dante. We just did, but I'm a cheerleader. We did. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah. Uh, is
2: is Dante from the SGV? I don't think that they're from the San Gabriel Valley. Okay, um, I I think they're from Southern California. Uh, the the Bosco acting family, acting family, but um, I don't think that they're from. And you were mentioning
1: that. that his brother is the carjacker in the Brady Bunch movie. Yes, that's right. right? Yeah, that's Josh amazing. Okay, yeah. I remember you guys talking about yeah. Yeah,
2: but I think I yeah I think in the in our episode we we mentioned that. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was born in Pittsburgh, but he was raised in Cerritos, uh, Paramount area. Okay. So he's, we yeah. Um, Rufio is an amazing character kind of uh i remember just at the time as a kid what did you guys think of him as a kid oh i thought it was so cool <laughs> <laughs> so cool i mean
3: i think because he's you know sassy he's got an yeah. attitude he's got a you know this obviously the specific look that sticks out from the others yeah he's the leader he's got the gold sword
1: the gold sword <laughs> yeah. yeah that was he has cool. the cool mad max like punk hair yeah
3: yeah He's, he's keeping got like, keeping the crop top alive. maybe he was maybe he came from like nineteen eighty six, seven Hollywood. Sure, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Like a like a breakdancing gymnastics yeah. background. That's I mean it's like, wearing, it's like it's like uh like, Tinkerbell types.
1: was in the movie The Warriors and she just picked him up from one of the street gangs. It's a yeah. little warriors, it's mm-hmm. a little
2: it's a little um What's Mad Max two? Road
1: Warrior. A little road warrior. Yeah, because
2: he's got some teeth. Mm-hmm. Some teeth necklace. He's got some teeth on. I was gonna going say on. it's also
1: like beyond the Thunderdome because he kind of has the Tina Turner hair going on. <laughs> he's also got fringe.
2: Lots yeah. of fringe, lots of fringe. Some beading.
1: There's a lot going on in this costume. I mean, that I, love. I would
2: I I would have preferred maybe like some high tops, maybe put him in some Jordans. <laughs> he's yeah, I mean, he's wearing some, some dance shoes. Some red <laughs> some red capizios. Yep. We're lo- we're loving the dance shoes, but I I would have preferred maybe uh, like a high top. We could have we could have got him in a Jordan or an Air Force One or something, yeah. especially in the '90s. But uh, where would he have gotten the Jordans? I don't know. The, <laughs> I guess it's the whole monochrome <laughs> thing. He's got red tights, it's the got red got, hair, yeah, the red and black, yeah, red yeah. and black look. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think Rufio can't fly? Well, you don't see any of the Lost Boys fly. Yeah. But are we supposing that like the Disney movie, only Peter could fly?
3: Without the right happy thoughts. That's a good yeah. thing because we
2: don't get to see mm-hmm.
3: them all individually yeah. get their happy thought and go.
2: Because in the Disney version, the Lost Boys don't fly either. Mm-hmm. Right. So is it just a thing that only Peter flies because he's the only well, one that but, can remember But Peter thought? can make
1: Wendy and right. Michael yeah. and John fly.
2: And in the Fox Kids,
1: all the Lost Boys could fly. Well, oh. there you go. Yep.
2: So it's I'm wondering why Rufio couldn't fly. Maybe it doesn't seem like he has that much of a relationship with Tinkerbell. Sure. That's true. You know she just hasn't
1: given him the dust yet. Yeah. When
2: she's flying around trying to get everybody to recognize Peter, he you know, he swats her away and they really don't interact that That's much. That's very true. So as the it's leader, the she might have just been holding out for Peter this whole time mm-hmm. and just said, even though he's leader of the Lost Boys, I'm not gonna give him the The pixie dust. She's like, I'll just
3: oversee here in
1: my lamp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My clock lamp. My clock lamp. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It's like I have a clock tower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Pete, can you name the other lost boy that we have covered in a movie on our Uh, show?
2: I don't know his lost boy name, but. I know one of the little boys was Luke in the Witches. His name is Ace, I believe. You see that in a deleted scene.
1: It is played by Jason Fisher and Jason Fisher Where are you, Jason Fisher? I mean, I guess that when you make The Witches, Parenthood and Hook retire. I mean, he worked with some (laughs) big
2: biggies in those three movies.
1: Nicholas Rogue, Ron Howard, and Steven Spielberg. Peace out. I got my money for college. Robin
2: Williams, Steve Martin, and Angelica Houston. Mm. Yeah, he did he did some like big three big movies and yeah, got my college money. Yeah, we don't he doesn't really have a social media he presence. He's like a friend of mine.
1: He looks like my friend Joel. Mm. That's why I always like this last Um,
2: yeah, he doesn't have a social media presence. He's there in the reunion images, but he looks shopped in. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah. And there's there's like the one main reunion image. Um, and he looks shopped in. And then there's other, like, kind of a little bit more staged ones where they're recreating famous shots. And he's not in any of those. Oh,
1: so I don't know if he just. Like they did got something at home. Like, like they got groups of them for yeah, certain. Photos. They came into
2: the studio yeah. to EW. Was it EW that mm-hmm. did it? I mean, the maybe kind scene. of yeah. all
1: of the Los Angeles-based ones. Yeah. came Yeah, and it
2: seemed like maybe they just sent him costumes, and he did it at home. Took mm-hmm. some images, and then they shopped him into the main. Interesting. I wonder where he the main lives. image. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just made that up, but it looks to me like he's mm-hmm. he's not really present for mm-hmm. for the big reunion.
1: Dante Basco, also a very a very prolific voiceover actor yes. that you see him work a lot. Yeah. In animated, yes, indeed.
2: I mean, famously, he's uh, Prince Zuko in *The Last uh, Airbender*. Yes, yeah, *Avatar: The Last mm-hmm. Airbender*. Um, but more than that, he's he's got a
1: lot of IMDb credits, and most of them are, are voiceover. He did an interview with Collider Games in 2020, saying that he is working on an animated prequel series about Rufio. So we'll see if anything becomes of that. Okay, work. Mm-hmm. I think he wrote a book too. I think yeah, I has a
2: yeah. We want our Rufio backstory. I know. Definitely. Um, The Lost Boys. uh, There's only a couple that feel like are from the original stories. The twins. Yeah. You always see
1: twins in anything Peter Pan. I -hmm. think that they are foxes in the Disney animated movie. Mm -hmm. And I was watching a little bit of the... 1924 silent movie and what's cool about the 1924 silent movie is that it's like the animated movie and they're all in animal costumes
2: cool mm-hmm. very where the
1: world and, and i'm sure that they're in there somewhere yeah
3: someone's always kind of wearing the
1: john hat yes yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh jason's wearing the john hat in this one jason uh ace the ace. Okay. the one we were, got it. Got it, got it. From, yeah he's got the top from hat. the witches and, and and we got what? Thudbutt There's Butter? one
2: named Thudbutt.
1: <laughs> so I remember... This is uh, Russian Hammond. And I remember him on Nickelodeon when I was a kid. That he would do kid game shows. Oh, cool. And like we got Butt from Hook Thudbutt. here.
2: His name is Rashawn Hammond. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I remember him in Wild and Crazy Kids. Hmm. There is a... Very specific dated reference for if you were watching Nickelodeon. I love Wild and Crazy Kids. Yeah, was <laughs> But yeah, I remember he was on Wild and Crazy Kids. Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. I did I, I love Wild and Crazy Kids on, on Nickelodeon. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, where Sean Hammond, he played that. Butt. Um,
1: he, he has some very sweet moments with, with Robin.
3: I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love us noticing in this watch, you know... The ones that are more placed in the background that, you know, are
1: quite older. Yeah. I mean, they just needed to fill out the shot.
2: <laughs> well, not only that, they had some really acrobatic things yeah. going on. Yeah. You yeah, have the skateboarders. Yeah.
1: I mean, did Tinkerbell go to like Dogtown in Venice <laughs> and pick up some skateboarders in the seventies? I mean,
2: possibly. There could have been some street some street kids, you know. Yeah, that board know, that, know, that LA, runs on the track. That is a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> um not part of the Lost Boys, but featured in this movie, is uh, the young Peter Pan, played yeah. by Ryan
1: Francis. Right. I used to think the young Peter Pan was so cute. He's very cute. When you see that reflection of Robin mm-hmm. looking in the water, and yeah. his younger self is looking back at him. Like, whoa.
2: Yeah. And then we get the whole scenes of him yeah. with you know, with Wendy as she mm-hmm. ages, and when he meets Moira... Who's played by Gwyneth Paltrow. Well,
1: Gwyneth Paltrow is, is Wendy. Gwyneth alert. She's Wendy. I remember Pete and I got in a huge debate about this at, our, <laughs> at a friend's house. And, I, and did it again. I was just like, no, she plays young Wendy. <laughs>
2: Don't go there again. No, mm-hmm. uh, she's young. Moira. And she's young Wendy. <laughs> yeah. Because she, they age her up and then all of a sudden she turns around and she's hideous. I hag. mean, did Smith I mean, <laughs> get some, like, her
1: SAG card from from Hook? It's possible. Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, geez. I
3: like what you say. Is this the beginnings of the, is she British?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like up until like 99, a majority of America did think Gwyneth Paltrow was like raised in London.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, as we know, Gwyneth Paltrow did not have to do her time. In like Burger King commercials mm-hmm. and like Toys R Us commercials as a as a child actor. Oh, she, she got was just like she got. I want to be in land. a
1: movie. She got the front of the land <laughs> pass from her Godfather, <laughs> <Yeah>. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, I think that he is like her Godfather. <laughs> Probably that, that could
3: be. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even even having a mom, you know, Blythe Danner. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds
2: British. <laughs> so, are you telling me that she didn't get this movie on merit alone?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do stand by Gwyneth. <laughs> yeah. And I do like her flashback scenes as Wendy. I mean that. I mean that whole section That's of the really movie cool. is yeah. my favorite is. part it's of fun. the movie. Yeah, is when Peter is remembering. Yes, I think it, it's the most like emotional. Yes, it's the most Steven Spielberg-y elements yeah. mm. of the script too. Playing
3: those emotional tones. Yeah,
1: definitely. definitely. Yes, Gweneth
3: Gwyn- gets to evolve with Weeks. That's how you yeah, get old Yes, oh. a wig journey. She mm-hmm. goes on a wig journey. That's how you get older and, real
2: quick. Yeah, in like a three-minute montage, yeah. Um, and if it was if it's a male character, mustache.
0: <gasps> Boy. Why are you crying? What's your name? Wendy Moira Angela Darling. What's yours? I came back many times for Wendy. Always in the spring. Peter! And Wendy kept getting older and older. And then I came back the last time. Peter, I can't come with you. I've forgotten how to fly. I'm
2: old, Peter. Um, (laughs) But yeah, these scenes introduce us to Ryan Francis as young Peter Pan. I went down the... Instagram rabbit hole and oh, found us. Francis yeah. today, and uh, still good looking. He's my age. Uh, he is still working. He's still in the biz. Has you know quite a few IMDb credits to his name. Still working a lot. His Instagram is pretty fire because he's uh, a hot looking dude. And I am about to follow him on Instagram. Is now. it? Is he major trade? He is major trade. Mm-hmm. He, is he was absolutely. at the reunion. I thought that was cool. He was, him. Yeah, yeah, he was at the reunion, and uh, he's in like a kind of like a little Peter Pan kind of costume. They gave him like the pointy, the pointy elf ears for the reunion yeah. pictures and everything. We keep referencing
3: so, twenty five. I can't believe we're already we're already at at 30, 30. thirty. Yeah, this that month was, that was
2: five years ago. <laughs> that that <laughs> big reunion. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> It's thirty years since hug. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Yeah, all the Lost Boys stuff. It's it's crazy. It's wild. I like it's the like... kid from Brooklyn.
1: Yes, his name is James Radio. He plays. Don't ask James Radio. Mm-hmm. He yeah. feels like you know he stepped off the set of Newsies. Does oh, is it Medio and not Radio?
2: No, it's Radio. Oh, I have
1: I have Radio in my notes <laughs> because uh, uh, autocorrect.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> autocorrect. Yeah, he does look like he stepped off the set of Newsies. Was he in Newsies? No. Oh, you know what he's in? He's in Basketball Diaries. Ah. Sure. Yeah. And uh, Band of Brothers. He looks to me, this might be a little uh, too old for you guys, but he looks to me like- uh, Vinny DelPino from Doogie
1: Hauser. sure. And I always thought yeah, it was okay. Vinny, but yep. it's
2: not Vinny. It's a different actor. He's I know young. exactly who you're third.
1: talking about. Yeah, I appreciate that the Lost Boys are ethnically diverse. That they're just yes. not all white yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. they yeah. did sort of, <laughs> they did sort of like cast the net wide. That yes. the leader is like a Filipino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I I like that. That that kind of ages the that it uh it ages well. Th- Thirty years later. Yes. Even in the pirate community, your your, favor- your favorite <laughs> girls. We
3: got diversity. Oh, man. Oh. We need to talk about the pirate hookers. <laughs> oh, man.
1: I love me some pirate hookers in this movie. Too much rouge. Oh, I, I, I love those, like, rouged cheeks of just the circle. Yeah. I mean, this is some, like... Uh, yeah. Powdered faces. Powdered yeah. fa- I mean, what do they call that in England of, like, uh, the festival actors? Yeah. Um,
2: like Comedia Del Arte, Yeah. Comedia Del Arte <laughs> are on
1: like a uh, UK drag race. Uh...
2: Oh, uh, Panto. The Panto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very Panto. Oh, yeah. It, it,
3: it's the PG version of Hookers. And yet at the baseball game, it, Hook's main girl like kind of moans when she puts on. Yeah, ah. yeah. I'm
1: like, is this appropriate for children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love, I mean, they love them some Smee. Here comes Smee. Smee. <laughs> SME! Yeah. <laughs> and there's like an old lady one, mm-hmm. like I love yeah.
0: it. Yeah.
2: These scenes on this pirate,
1: oh, doc, we're out of control. This pirate of pier, just, we're crowded. All Crow- of the extras in the scene that, yeah. like, there's so many people in a single shot. Yeah, there's probably like a hundred extras. Yeah, in one shot of this movie, I can't tell if it's just we're crowded into a set or like if there's really a lot. Of- yeah, all, yeah, it seems like
2: a little bit of both because it's like they do this thing where they build like a whole wall of the soundstage is obviously like the back of like pirate ships mm-hmm. to like mask one wall. And then there's like sky on one <laughs> side and it's just there's like levels and shops and, you know, piers and docks and the big boat in the center. It's a lot of Sets. Well, a especially lot of state, that you know, um, set that
1: opening introduction where you're following Smee yeah. take the hook outside of the shop where it's getting sharpened, mm-hmm. and you get that shot of it following Smee with the pillow. Yeah, that's where we get the hookers. And they're going up to mm-hmm. Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Right. And did we just have extra space to create the baseball field or did we convert? <laughs> <laughs> I think they moved, <laughs> they moved things around. They moved some set walls. Yeah. And yeah. I believe Steven Spielberg said in an interview I was watching today that this is the same set from The Wizard of Oz. This is the Munchkin. This is insane. the Munchkin town. It's so that's cool. insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Must be one of the
3: bigger ones.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and I MGM. believe that this, years is, later. this is on the old MGM lot. So okay. Sony today. Okay. Sony today. Yep. Mm-hmm believe that amazon has their studios out of the no isn't the sony lot uh columbia sony is
3: columbia yeah so here in culver city Mm -hmm. uh they when they tore like an old mgm out some of it remains Ah, they're kind of separate yeah yeah.
2: now interesting okay Mm -hmm. okay um separate but of the same lot if that (laughs) makes any sense but yeah it's interesting how like set bound this movie is we do see the sky at the baseball game at the beginning of the movie but the pirate baseball game there's no sky to be (laughs) seen. i mean there's sky but it's like
1: and i think that we were just talking on our legend episode of that there's a quality about the sets from legend Mm -hmm. of when you're doing indoor forests and just those trees really transport you of wow this is Really fucking looks like a forest. Yeah. But there is something about the sets and hook, while they're impressive, <laughs> they still look very artificial. Well,
2: I think that may be on purpose because sure. when they're in the
1: plane and there's all the turbulence
2: and all that, the sky outside is purple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah it's like a they're style doing choice. things with lighting and all that that is like and i think just all of neverland with like the food and all that is just supposed to be
3: yeah. every season exists kids all things. at once kid colors every
1: hemisphere yeah, yeah yeah i mean there's goddamn penguins in the lost boy village <laughs> yeah
2: all there's, those whipped cream pies
1: i was gonna say there's food food but there's also just a lot of
3: bowls
2: of colored cream colored
3: goo, <laughs> colored goo.
2: <laughs> yeah and just like pools of colored goo that you mm-hmm. fall into uh, i think it works better for the food fighting Yeah, just so it's you know <laughs> yeah the yeah whipped cream or whatever work yeah cause they don't want to throw i used to love food. the food fighting scene as a yeah because <laughs> we all just wished we could do that i mean mm-hmm. yeah yeah um <clears throat> so yeah there's a lot of montage of the boys not believing Peter's mm-hmm. Peter Pan. Then they do believe him. Then they've got to train him because the whole idea is that Hook has the children. We've got three days to get Peter ready
1: to go it's back. All and building home. up to this battle. But,
2: but who, who damn, damn H- kids? Oh <laughs> who damn kids? <laughs> that little lost boy is the not blind lost boy. Raise your hand if you thought that lost boy was blind. Like I remember
1: went- getting in debates with my. <laughs> Cousin and my sister about this when I was a kid,
2: and they didn't think he was. I don't
1: remember, or I want to <laughs> Were say, you like, pro or con. <laughs> I th- I think I was very con that I knew that he wasn't blind, but I think I was watching with like a family member, like mm-hmm. my grandma or something, yeah. that, like asked me if he's blind, and I'm just like, no, he's feeling his face, he's channeling if he can feel what Peter's face used to look like. <laughs> Where's the young Peter under all that, under all those wrinkles?
2: Well, I think you know because he makes. A smile,
1: yeah, from his yeah. face,
2: and that's when he says, "There you are," mm-hmm. when he sees him smile that he like kind of forces onto yeah. him because because Peter Banning has been so like uptight the whole time that when he finally sticks his fingers in his mouth and makes
1: him smile, he goes, "There you are, Peter." Yeah. So, do you know how f- far into production Kevin Klein was cast? Was he cast? Was he actually cast? And he did pre-production work because I remember, when, okay, we dish, I remember okay. when we did our soap dish. I remember when we did our soap dish episode that he was almost not in soap dish because he was committed to hook oh my and then he had to leave hook and then he ended up in soap dish well it's funny when you go through the trivia it's described more as he was couldn't
3: do hook because of the reshoots sure that's uh, it of soap dish, of soap dish. Okay. okay um so, so to i guess under out. contract he had to go back and, and yeah, you got your full circle soap dish. <laughs> Kevin Klein would
1: also have been really good. Yeah. As Peter too. Yeah, he's always I could I, I could see it work. He's always lovely. It, it
3: is it is funny, you know, anything Robin associated, you know, what he is gonna add, especially mm-hmm. the goofier moments later, um, you know, outside of you know Lawyerville where you really can picture. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Kevin is
2: great and everything. But. Yeah, that would have been interesting. An interesting take and i feel like robin doesn't really give too much of that robin will you know Uh-oh. he doesn't do Uh-oh. he doesn't do the crazy right. runs and ad-libs and all that so it's almost the least kind of robin williams role so it could have really worked and has something
3: so boyish within him mm-hmm. um, that really lends itself
2: i mean once once you shave that chest yeah, he's <laughs> a whole a different, different person. Yep. it is yeah. funny
3: because he is hairy when uh, Hook checks for the scar. Yeah,
2: his appendix scar. The
1: Lost Boys had to fully like shave his chest <laughs> <It's hard laughs> before they before they put him in that giant slingshot. <laughs> I think that's just a continuity thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Robin in the goo Williams. pool, in the goo pool, the multicolored goo pool. I want to see the cutscene of the Lost Boys shaving Pete's chest. No, I don't think he does. I don't think
2: that's the intention. You're just not supposed to remember that he had a, ch- a hairy belly when we look at his uh, his appendix scar. <laughs> but, um, the, okay. So the whole like Lost Boy Village, I mean, I'm assuming we're supposed to believe that they built all this over the many, 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 many years. And the Lost
1: Boys Village there. is like, I thought it was on a separate island, but it's on like a rock. Yeah. It's like this tall spire rock mm-hmm. with a big tree. Which is out not out. a very, like, conspicuous Don't they, no, yeah, village. Like, you are, exactly, where they you are, are out in the open. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
3: it does seem like they kind of had to master the treehouse building. I, I, and why the, you know, skate ramp thing <laughs> is on different levels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah. Uh, what I did like, though, that this movie does is that there's a lot of callbacks to the text yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um there's the callback to like the actual hollow tree that you know w- you know when wendy and that michael and john wendy. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. first went to neverland that they're at the bottom of this hollow tree and all that they go in there and it's all burned up and she says that when hook left that he got so mad that he burnt it he yeah. burnt i the believe whole they tree. call it hangman's tree hangman's in tree. the animated movie mm-hmm. yeah that mm-hmm. sounds right But there's a lot of little lines that are thrown in, a lot of lines Mm -hmm. that Wendy, that Granny Wendy, says that are
1: directly from the text, right?
3: Yes, when she puts the children to bed, and yeah,
1: what she says with the with the lights, Mm yeah. And I think that doesn't Captain Hook tell Peter in the book, "Death is the greatest adventure." Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's
2: a lot of there's a lot of fun like callbacks to that, but yeah, the um the their little lair down there, that's a good scene with. With Julia, Mm -hmm.
1: right, um, and her little—that's the first time we see the ball gown. (laughs) Ball gown, yeah. And I mean, I mean, you get that big emotional beat where they were just at the baseball game, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, it's the whole like run home Jack scene. Yeah, yeah. And then when he hits the home run, what's like? What does Captain Hook say to him? Of, like, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my Jack. My Jack, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it my, my Jack. Jack. My Jack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it, it's kind of... I mean, it's the big character moment with Peter mm-hmm. of that he really has to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because yeah. Jack is starting to forget him. Yeah, so that's when
2: he he really needs to get his his happy thought and, um, and learn to fly, which so, he does.
3: Mm-hmm. Got to explode out of that tree.
1: I do feel like that moment of... Where he finally gets his happy thought, especially as I get older. I think that that part really kind of gets to me as an adult. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that he became a dad. Mm-hmm. That yeah. like now watching this, I'm just like, ooh, that like, <laughs> that kind of gets me. That's something that I don't think that I was as moved by as a kid watching it. That mm-hmm. kind of gets to me now when when revisiting it. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um yeah no it's it's a, it's a good emotional moment and it's very like Steven Spielberg yeah. and it's like that whole thing where maybe it wasn't the right time in his life to make this movie earlier and he had to have kids and all that to like to make the story
3: work but yeah the flash the flash to the hospital Mm-hmm. that kind of – the way he uses – Spielberg uses memory and flashback, you know, it's yeah. just so great in that moment.
1: We get sort of the context of Peter's backstory that Peter is fully like 110 years old. Because he was fully born in like, like the Victorian England, Victorian England, which is kind of wild, and I love it. Yeah. I feel like he really had
3: to fake that license.
1: Yeah,
2: the, he seriously, his birth certificate. I want to see what his social security false. card looks yeah. like.
1: Yeah, I mean, but I guess that he was a he was an orphan, so it's just like he was an orphan. Like yeah. yep. he was off the radar, and <laughs> Granny w- Wendy got him. Like. <laughs>
3: His ID yeah. when he was a young kid. Yeah. Well, guess how old he is from his non aging time. Yeah,
2: exactly. Um, they had to do a bone density test or something. <laughs> um, the flying scenes are really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah flying scenes are are really well done
1: like I something that was very new and I feel like kind of watching movies at the time was something like Superman yeah like your only context of people flying yeah mm-hmm.
2: and he flew in a different way because mm-hmm. he would
1: like do he would like spin yeah. around and like yeah do things that Superman it would just do. wasn't the 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 uh, the hand the fist out the fist out, yeah. The fist out yeah. Yeah. how uh, yeah Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves would
3: fly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it's just so wild to think that Just a couple years later, Jurassic Park, with all of that CGI imagery, is
1: going to exist. The early days of ILM, and it kind of sucks that, like, for the technical Oscars for this movie, that something like Terminator 2, Judgment Day, kind of gooped them. Well, that was a landmark well, but yeah. but i mean but but you could also <laughs> yeah. make the argument that something like hook was just as landmark but i guess t2 is just a little more impressive mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah hook probably was
2: one of the last major special effects heavy movies to not use computer imagery like at all right
1: well i mean
3: like yeah, like what is that shot of like the whole
1: Neverland? Island? Well, there's some major yeah. it, computer. It, are well, paint- there's some painting. There's some no? ILM work when you get the main yeah uh, shot of Neverland too. Mm-hmm. So it's there.
2: Could be those could be paintings. No,
1: I I think those are mm-hmm. early. You don't know. I think that's an early ILM shot.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, Tink flickering. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we get to the big war scene, mm-hmm. and I brought up about how like. Neverland Village is, like, homemade.
3: <laughs> well.
2: <laughs> these warships that these kids come in Well, we're going to kill you with chicken <laughs> eggs and beads. Yeah. And-, <laughs> and more goo. Uh, I mean, yeah. I
1: feel like the marketing for this movie really led with all this stuff because I think that, like, all the McDonald's toys... Uh, <laughs> we're just like the little boats. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. which I had, I had mm. the cool mermaid, you know. I was going to say you know I was obsessed with that with that mermaid. What yeah. was it? That when you put it in the bathtub, it's it's tail like yeah. should fl- float along Flip, and swing like flipped. Wow. I'll show you a picture of it. How did it do it? Cuz this bitch was a wind-up. This bitch yeah. looks fierce. Mhm.
3: Uh. Yeah, she's on her back, and yeah, oh my god, a mermaid we don't see in the movie at all.
1: Okay, you know? yeah, well, this I is mean, a Happy Meal. Today? You see the mermaids, uh, but they don't quite. But this particular, they don't one quite. This, look
3: this particular, particular she's yeah. this kind of hair swirl. Interesting. Um, but Rufio's okay. on kind of like a, a a boat ship. We never see him on. No, yeah, yeah. Um, Hooks in like an old school Captain Hook boat. Oh my goodness! I'm just showing
2: Peter l- like a swirl. Yeah. I love this. Yeah, color scheme. we'll show a
1: we'll show a picture of this, of this <laughs> fabulous mermaid. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah,
2: McDonald's working it out.
1: But yeah, if you were a gay kid in the early '90s, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking oh, yeah. about. <laughs> rainbow sherbert.
2: Yeah, mm. definitely rainbow.
1: Yeah, I mean there was just something about the Barbie Happy Meal toys around this time mm-hmm. that just like we're living the fantasy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We, uh, I want to talk about Rufio's like uh, uh, contoured Susie and the Banshees yeah, make that job, looking pretty fierce. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and he adds, like, is it extra kind of?
2: Is it bamboo? Is it yeah. kind of like a, a little Janet Jackson? That's the way love goes, kind of like sure. African inspired. You know, beating. Mm. Um, we don't know. I
1: mean, it's supposed to kind of be like armor.
2: Yeah no it's yeah it's their armor that they yeah. they like are walking through these like rattan like sun like sunshade.
3: Yeah. I always thought that was cool. I was like, oh, it just sticks.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's very it's a cool idea. Um, also, when uh, when Peter Pan cuts through the sail. Mm-hmm. it's like an exact like shape with, <laughs> with like hair and like <laughs> mm-hmm. very kind of
3: callback to like the shadow cutting out your shadow uh, gl- yes. glue it
2: on so yeah, kind of yeah.
1: a callback to the scene of the animated movie mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah um this battle's crazy because you know now that peter's flying he's flying all over the place and i feel like some of the flying stuff in these scenes is so cool, because mm-hmm. he's like right up in there with a bunch of other actors. These huge sets, so you're watching this going like, how the fuck did they do this? It's, it, yeah, it's really it's a good big action set piece mm-hmm. at the end.
3: Yeah. It, it gives you all the feels you need before we.
2: Before we murder a child. <laughs>
3: I mean, I feel
1: like Rufio probably should have kept the armor on. I mean, as a kid, that's just a shot in the gut. Yeah. Like, it's just
2: like, no, don't raise your arms. Yeah, it's crazy. You're like, oh, okay. I mean, Hook shoots like pir- other pirates in this movie. Mm-hmm. They throw Glenn Close in the boo box. The boo ball. Have we talked about <laughs> we drag didn't. Glenn Close? We about drag movie. King Glenn Close. I mean, I wonder how
1: old I was when... I found that out. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. She went for it. Or is it something that she I've always known. I don't know. gave everything, everything.
2: in that performance.
1: <laughs> I feel like Glenn Close as the pirate is something that will come back on Instagram every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. but remember, Glenn Close was in Hook. Yeah. As a male pirate. Great.
3: <laughs> every gabe of a certain age like, yes, we know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we know.
2: Trust me. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so so Hook is fully, like, murdering pirates throughout mm-hmm. this movie. But then he, like, straight up stabs Rufio, and you're like, yeah. oh, okay. This is where yeah. this is going. It hurts because we see him die, but, you know, we don't see
1: what... I mean, I'm sure that it's not the first lost boy that yeah. Hook is killed. True. So, mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there were versions of the script that did have the Indians in this scene. Because they are mentioned, yeah. but I do they wonder. they are mentioned, yeah. So I don't know.
3: Which you know, yeah. I mean, today I'm sure we're better off without whatever. Yeah, I
1: feel like there's there's enough going on in this movie that we don't need the cultural misappropriation yeah. <laughs> of Native Americans in the story. So maybe it's for the best that they're that they're yeah. cut out of the movie. Yeah, they incorporated some things into
2: the dress of some of the Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, they did, they did. But
2: I mean, yeah, there were other Lost Boys from the books besides Toodles and the twins. There was. Nibs, Slightly, and Curly. Yeah, Nibs. And they're not really mentioned mm-hmm. uh, in this property. So did Hook kill all three of them? Mm-hmm. Did Wendy save all three of them and they went out and got jobs and families and didn't lose their marbles? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Or did they
1: fade into being a background kid? <laughs> Maybe they yeah. grew up
2: into the, the
1: breakdancing. I mean, I take it that you just sort of plateau out at a certain age. Yeah, you stop mm-hmm. around.
2: Yeah, depending on what age you are when you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah interesting uh, aging physics on Neverland.
3: The seniority may be all yeah. out of whack. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, I mean, speaking of seniority being out of whack, uh, Peter... <laughs> I mean, when, once he defeats Hook, because, you know, spoiler alert, we did mention this movie's 30 years old. <laughs> I don't know, when Let's you revisit
1: go. this movie, how well the crocodile yeah. works of swallowing Hook.
2: I don't think it worked well then. I yeah, was I feel like it like, probably didn't
1: work well then. It's a
2: statue, but then he disappears. Because I feel like they probably
1: <laughs> were just like, we can't have Peter Pan just no, kill he Hook. He can't kill Hook. He can't Not kill in this Hook. Movie. Yeah. yeah, Like, it's stuffed... But it does swallow and burp. It moves. And, the end, moves. The, and the end of the in the end of the Disney movie has like Captain Hook like running across the ocean mm-hmm. with the crocodile following him. Yeah. So yeah, it's one of these things where like the croc never really dies. You yeah. Know? And any, I would assume. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. And I'm sure that it's something that Spielberg was probably never really satisfied with too. Yeah, because then it's like he
2: one of the little tiny lost boys like looks in there and he's like hook's gone and it's like what how what where'd he go? But it's just it's magic. Again, Neverland is yeah. just filled mm-hmm. with magic, so who knows? Yeah. But you know, Peter's like, all right, I'm have to go back home because I've got children. Mm-hmm. So he decides to hand off the sword to a new leader of the Lost Boys. <laughs> and I mean maybe Thudbutt when he turned into a, a medicine ball
1: Sure. <laughs> Mr. Butt is going to take care of these guys. <laughs> this, this poor actor like had to be cast in this role as Tud Butt. They're like we just, need just like the, the casting call. We need the
2: fattest kid you can find. Uh. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, he did get like the only cool part is like they
3: got to like make his face onto a
2: <laughs> a, a block a of cheese. Block, well, and the ball. <laughs> and the ball, yeah, and the medicine ball. Yeah, I he has one on one
1: interactions with yeah. Robin Williams. He has the big uh, moment where yeah, I miss my the mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. Did you ever have a mother, Peter?
2: <laughs> it's a very touching scene. Mm-hmm. His, his delivery's yeah. cute, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and Josh, like you said, uh, when they shot that scene,
3: yeah, Spielberg, I guess, kind of made it in, in his typical fashion. He's so, obviously so great working with kids. Mm-hmm. Although it is, it is rumored that having so many kids on this production was kind of overwhelming. Like, Ah. especially those first days, every every kid was asking what their name was. And it, it, it it sounded like it was, you know, quite something, but, but, uh, sorry, you were saying about, Oh yes. When the passing of the sword Mm -hmm. that he wanted the authentic reactions. Um, so he didn't tell them who was going to get the sword. Sure. And then Thudbutt
0: gets it.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. What did you think of as a kid? Do you remember what you thought of him getting the,
1: getting the sword? I mean I guess I just <laughs> thought it makes sense. Logically next in
3: line, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean he's kind of the most featured of all of the Lost Boys. Yeah. He's got has, this great heart, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Besides Rufio, he's he's
2: definitely the most most featured. I mean we get we do see um Top Hat and the and the little kid from uh well, well, I feel like, from Newsies. Uh, uh Pockets really... Pockets is like pockets. too too little
1: yeah. to give yeah. the sword to. Don't ask. Don't ask, yep. Mm-hmm. The two little, little ones.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pockets is little. He's the... Pockets is the not blind one. Uh-huh. And then I also have... Who damn kids hook got? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> and then there's also... We haven't mentioned Latchkey. Latchkey. And I think that he's Which the curly. He? I think he has... I think he's one of the... Oh, the other little curly one? The other curly one. Oh, he's one. the redhead. Oh, the redhead. the redhead. He's the redhead.
2: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, with freckles,
3: yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Played by Alex Zuckerman. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, Okay. yeah.
2: All right, all right, and then yeah, and no nap. Okay, he gets to look with a lot of awe and wonder. Yes, indeed, yeah, <laughs> a lot of awe and wonder, big eyes. That was one of the things in the uh, Goonies commentary when it
1: was the entire cast. Oh, that commentary is out of control. That commentary is out of control. Okay. That, uh, yeah. That's a lot. Of that up. if you have your DVD for the Goonies lying around, I don't know. I think know. it's on iTunes. Is it on iTunes? Yeah, I think it is. That it's all of them. Is it for? Did they do it for like the? Tw- like it's the, old. It's like over ten years old. I mean, I but I think it's for at the time. I think it was the fifteen year. Yeah, I don't remember anniversary. Was it was around probably. the year two thousand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's Corey Feldman and Martha Plimpton just trying to talk over each other for an hour and forty well, minutes.
2: Sean too. Sean's and a Sean, big talker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So there's a oh. lot of
2: uh, talking over each other in that one. But they did mention that um, that Dick Donner would would tell them a lot big eyes mm-hmm. big eyes in this <laughs> big eyes everybody um because we we definitely get a lot of big eyes in <laughs> in, in this movie from these lost boys but um <laughs> <laughs> you're doing
0: it peter <laughs>
2: <laughs> when we get back to london and peter banning is still kind of in this like in between phase of like am i still peter pan jumping
1: over fences and stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's in that he's in that that place of between dreaming awake. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Friggin' Brad won't leave him alone. I got to shimmy, shimmy up a drain pipe. I God mean, damn it, Brad. I want to know the, the cell phone life on this, the battery life on this cell phone.
2: This Motorola from, mm-hmm. from 91.
1: Brad, is this call to London really this <laughs> That would have been, been a really nice cell phone for 91, too.
2: Those flip ones, were mm-hmm. those were the really nice ones in
1: 91. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, I, I mean, I could just imagine what is going through Moira's head of that, oh, shit. My kids are back in their beds. Well, we had this conversation. Does time in Neverland
2: take I, the same amount of time? I think it's right. the next day. It's been 3 days in Neverland. Has she been sitting on the in the nursery? It feels like maybe time, time here is slower. Yeah.
1: I think I it's the next day cuz she's still wearing um she's still wearing the mint dress. Mm. Oh, is she? okay. Of yeah, that, do yeah. you have to it's like, holy shit, my kids are back in their beds yeah. and they are talking about never never land. <laughs> Granny Wendy seems to get it and she's cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now my husband is outside and he seems like a completely different person. Yeah.
2: Because Moira the whole time, it's not that she doesn't buy it, but she's pragmatic. She lives in the real world. When Maggie says, Is Granny Wendy the real, real Wendy? She says, Yes. Well, sort of. You know, so she's not like Well, yeah, of course she is. And Peter Pan's totally real. And, you know, that crazy old man who loved telling stories to my grandmother and great uncles, even though he wasn't related to them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's one of those things that she
1: was raised in this house. So you'd assume that she probably has a pretty good idea of what's really going on. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a good thing Peter came back in the appropriate clothes, too. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that was my thing. He came back back in his tuxedo and thank goodness he remembered Tootles' marbles i mean around his yeah around his neck got yeah thankfully that's it's a cute thought. Scene. that's a cute scene where he gets Tootles' his marbles back um very poignant very touching scene with with tinkerbell on mm. on the statue mm-hmm. yep. and she says the line that scott said about yeah. that place between sleep and awake apparently
3: heavily um input script doctored mm-hmm. by carrie fisher Oh, okay, that line? That that moment in particular. Oh, that's and a good Carrie that, Fisher, I, I know, like was in I liked, a lot of... I like to know that. that, that and I know that, that
1: Carrie Fisher was in a lot of concept art for Tinkerbell. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they say she's the couple kissing on the bridge,
2: but we don't know. But we don't know. Uh, Carrie Fisher and, and uh, George Lucas. Yeah, I don't know. Is it really them? Let's just say it is. Let's mm-hmm. say it is. Why not? <laughs> 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 I uh, Something always stuck in my craw in this movie watching it is that the entire time Robin Williams calls her Mora. Yeah. He
1: oh, never funny.
2: says yeah. Moira, he says Mora.
1: I noticed that this time. <laughs> I just, I just want to hear. I just want who's like, like the continuity or like script yeah. supervisor just being like, uh, um, Robin. Robin, Robin. <laughs> it's actually Moira. It's Moira.
2: <laughs> Gwyneth says Moira. Maggie Smith says Moira. <laughs> it's in the credits. as Moira? It's, writ- it's spelled. That's the characters, Wendy, Moira, Angela, Angela Darling. Darling. So she names her daughter Moira, and Robin Williams continues to say, Moira! <laughs> <laughs> even, even when he, after the Julia kiss, Mo- Moira. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That always bugged me as a kid. I'm
1: that like, is funky, isn't it? It's funky well, I things. guess that yeah. they got him saying that at the beginning, so... He had to say it the whole he time? He had to say it I the whole know. time. Yeah,
2: I don't know. We or, got ADR. <laughs> yeah, come on. Mm-hmm. I know it's Robin Williams, but sheesh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, Mom, I don't know. Is she just going to – it's just some weird magic. Will she just forget? Uh, <laughs> or maybe she'll just go full fully with the story. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: I mean, it depends how much Granny Wendy has really drilled into her.
1: True, true.
2: Maybe – I mean, why couldn't Tinkerbell come back at some point and take the whole family back for like a long weekend?
1: Yeah. Sure. You know your yeah. your yearly trip to Neverland. Yeah. Well,
3: because it used to be in some of the stories, he'd come Peter do their come spring back. cleaning, or, or Gr- Wendy would go and do their do the, spring cleaning. Yeah, back, to come
1: at, back. The, yeah. at Neverland. That's right. And then the whole this. But can you go back to Neverland when you're an adult, though? And because, you're not Peter Pan because. Well, she not when she was an
2: adult, but like as a child, she would he would come back for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess that just old Wendy just forgot how to fly. Yeah. And then the thing is that he came back for her daughter, Jane? Right. I, mean, I think that's a Disney thing. Yeah. But that might be somewhere in the in Are the you talking about Return of, yeah, Return of Neverland or something? Yeah, Return of Neverland.
3: Toodles gets to fly as an old man because his happy thought was just so strong. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just get, I mean, he doesn't not go to Neverland, but he'll just, mean, just go his loop-de-loop I mean, later in the week, they might have to
1: go, like, fish him down from, like, Big Ben. There's an old man
2: sitting on the big hand. They'll have to go and get <laughs> Phil Collins to like go and help him get get Toodles oh. down. He's, he's made a little too much news. <laughs> Poor Toodles. <laughs> oh man! All right. Did we? What hit? a ride! What
1: a ride! Uh, Did we hit everything? Hulk, I love this movie so much. <laughs> and another big thing with sort of us as gay men that we can really relate to a property like Peter Pan, just because. Sometimes being a gay adult, you're just sort of stuck in the Peter Pan syndrome that you really don't have to grow up. Like, do you want to go out to the bar like midweek if you have kids? Sure. Why not? Like, you don't have to... Sometimes worry about we have our, families we, and children. We
2: have our disposable income to, to <laughs> spend on ourselves. <laughs>
1: so it's just like we all just sort of have this Peter Pan syndrome. I, I love
3: how you phrase that. I thought you were going to be like, well, gays, you know, they don't really grow up. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: just like to spend money on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and, and have fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is the line? I always want to be a little boy. Be now. a little boy to have fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, we can definitely all relate to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> sort of, you just sort of exist out of the social norms of what's expected of, like, a heterosexual <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
2: And, quote-unquote, adulting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know? But, um, yeah, this movie's really fun. It was. There's yeah, this movie's good, wild. Lot I lot hope that kids
1: still watch this movie, too. I hope so. I think so. I I, think was, so. I was just messaging my sister if they've shown their kids this movie. Oh, they have to show the boys mm-hmm. hug. Yeah. They have to show them hug. It's so good.
2: Steven Spielberg.
1: Yeah. Get out of here. And Get I kind back. of hope that Steven Spielberg comes around to appreciating this movie. I know that it's kind of in a weird in-between time of his career that it's yeah. right before something like Jurassic Park. And Schindler's List hit. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's kind of just sort of the weird in between times of like The Last Crusade and Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: And and, I, and although it's 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 deeply sad, I think the legacy of Robin carries this movie sure. along with it far. I mean, yeah. I think we even saw it uh, used heavily in the tributes to him mm-hmm. uh, at yeah. the time. So yeah, I think it will yeah endure. Definitely.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if anything, just to, yeah, remember Robin Williams Mm -hmm. and just, yeah, his contributions. I mean, it's up there with Mrs. Doubtfire. Do I want to watch Mrs. Doubtfire? If I am going to sit down and say, it's the afternoon, (laughs) I have the afternoon free, I want to watch Robin Williams' movie. I have Mrs. Doubtfire and Hook. What am I going to watch? I don't know. I feel like I'm going to watch Aladdin. Coin toss. Oh, you're going to watch Aladdin. All Mm -hmm. right.
1: right. Well, I haven't watched mrs doubtfire in a while tonight. oh i, I grew up it. with that <laughs> your accent's a bit muddled <laughs> so is your tan
2: and josh was like i'm gonna watch the world according to Garp.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like the the mrs doubtfire meme that just sort of has lived on now in instagram culture is the mrs doubtfire given nooch and like flipping off Pierce brosman <laughs> i see that everywhere <laughs> Oh my god.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah, we didn't even really talk about like Robin and his lasting legacy, but you know. So much. You know, it's Robin Williams. What what what, what can we say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this movie's amazing. Is it streaming on anything right now? Um, it, we'll
3: has off, I, it, it has gone off. It has been on and off, off Netflix. Yeah, but it's yeah. not there now. Oh, okay,
2: it's not on Netflix now. But I mean, it's probably something that you could pick up the DVD yeah. for probably pretty cheap. We have
1: the nice 4K of it. Yeah,
2: yeah, we have a 4K of it. Which, which I don't even think the 4K is, is very much. Older movies like that, they don't mm-hmm. usually keep the prices that. Usually,
1: high. Sony is pretty good at reissuing older movies in 4K too. Okay, mm-hmm. 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 okay. Before we let you go, Josh, I've been asking all of our December Guest. What are are some of your favorite movies to revisit during the holidays? It was funny. I, I've heard
3: you guys list, uh, listing um, some of yours on the recent Christmas episodes. Um, I, I also go back to, you know, White Christmas and um, it's a Wonderful Life is more of a family thing um, that we make sure we hit, but it's uh, I always try to squeeze in, you know, Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, just did our revisit of it, and it's funny a little a little roundabout connection to today is one i r- discovered more in recent years is the 1970 musical Scrooge with you were just music you about that. By Leslie Brickus. Okay,
1: I love that. Oh. I mean, um, I love any Christmas Carol adaptation, so I'll have to check that one out. It's okay. Albert
3: Finney. Oh, okay. That one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we know the story, but the music's fun. Uh, it feels like you're kind of on which uh, the leftover sets of Oliver, which apparently they were. <laughs> it was the year after. <laughs> uh, in the same kind of era of London. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed that. But, you know... It, I have I have the ones I cycle through, but a lot of those oldies. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom always wants to watch one of Scott's favorite, The
2: Holiday. The Holiday,
1: yeah. Um, I was just listening. mom to The holiday. I was just listening to, to, watch to the um, this had Oscar buzz episode on The Holiday today. <laughs> um,
3: I, I was a real Kate mm-hmm. devotee, and yeah. that came out in college. So yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, that was like. Kate's 2006, so it was yeah. the holiday and Little Children.
3: Yes. I was spending a lot of time in really nice kitchens, thanks to oh, Nancy Myers and, Yeah, And you know I, I walk nice by
1: Cameron Diaz's San Marino mansion. <laughs> mansion! <laughs> in that movie, that when you walk by that, you're just like, oh, there's no way a trailer editor <laughs> can afford to live here. <laughs> the trailer editor. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love the holiday. Alright, alright. Those we, some fun movies. We did revisit the holiday. We did it like late november i think yeah, was, so we got to we got to jump ago. start on it a
2: couple it. weeks ago yeah
1: it's long <laughs> it's long it, it would be long. a fun movie to do for like a watch with this commentary but that movie long. that movie yeah. is well over two hours long
2: yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. oh man well that was that th- those are some fun movies this was a lot of fun recording this. This was a lot of Thank fun. This was great coming to coming to come back. back. Yes. This was a Merry fun Christmas we talk to talk yes. Happy holidays, everyone.
1: Absolutely. We have one more episode of December of 2021. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. You guys
2: are getting it. No breaks. No mm-hmm. breaks for us. No rest for the wicked. We're going to keep moving through it. Mm-hmm. But thanks again, Josh, for coming on. This is a lot of fun. We'll have you on very soon again. Thank you guys. Another Oscar episode.
1: I mean it's gonna be Oscar time soon. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, another Oscar episode. So I'm sure we'll uh we'll bring you back on for that one. But until then, good night, happy holidays. We'll see you soon, buddy. Bye. <laughs> And thank you so much for listening, everybody.
1: Thanks so much.
2: Yes, indeed. Christmas holiday uh movie marathon almost done. hmm But these have been really fun. Yeah. I love holiday movies. I love Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. Big big time Christmas people around here. But um I think it's about that time. time for Patreon time. shout-out. Patreon shout out. Like to say a big old thank you to all of our wonderful patrons, Alberto, Esperanza, Nicole, Susan, Barry, JJ, Amy. Leighton, Shelby, Michael, Charlie, Paul, Jamie, Drew, Jimmy, Genevieve, Don, Josh, Emily, Melly, Aaron, Melinda, Jim, Jessica, Nick, and Shannon, Christine, and Rufina. Thank you for being friends. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks you guys so much. Head over to Patreon dot com slash movies that made us gay. Lots of additional content mm-hmm. on the Patreon.
1: You'll get our monthly newsletter on there. I. Post some photos and stuff to our uh, Patreon app all the time.
2: Mm -hmm. Some behind-the-scenes photos, Mm -hmm. uh, images of upcoming movies that we're doing, as well as some watch-with-us commentary tracks where you Mm -hmm. get to listen to us have a good old time watching a movie, and it's like you're watching... Right with right there with us. Yeah. So lots of cool stuff over on Patreon. So check that out. We'd also love it if you would uh rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Give us five stars. Smash and now you can those
1: to the right. Yes, indeed. And now
2: you can rate us over on Spotify. If you listen on Spotify, give us five stars over there as well if you're not an Apple Podcast listener. So you can do that on Spotify starting today or I think maybe starting yesterday. Mm-hmm. So that's a brand new thing. So head on over and do that. And uh, if you want to write us a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be great. We would read any and all uh, positive reviews on uh, right here on the show. We'll uh, Sometimes we post them on the uh, social medias as well. And uh, you can follow us on any and all of those social media platforms. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Movies That Made Us Gay. And on Twitter at MTMUGP pod. Yes, indeed. You can follow us on our personal accounts if you would like to. Uh, my name is Peter.
1: I am at Peter Lasagna on uh, Instagram and Twitter. I'm Scott Youngballer on Instagram and follow my letterbox.
2: Yes, indeed. So head on over and follow us on all of those socials. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next week for one more Christmas Last movie. episode.
1: Last episode of 2021. Oh my can you believe that? Gracious.
2: Mm -hmm. heading into 2022. Thanks everybody for listening. You guys are the bestest. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.